Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome back to Landburn and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. Or maybe you're checking this out on YouTube at youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan Show. Make sure you have the word the with Tyler Morgan show on that or else uh, it'll take you somewhere crazy. And I really can't tell you where that will end up because I don't know. Or maybe you're checking this out on you or I already said YouTube on rumble. Uh, let's go to rumble.com and search for the Tyler Morgan show and you will find it there. Or maybe you're listening, listening to this on your favorite podcast app. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Although I'd like it a little bit more if, uh, you know, you were hanging out with me live, but you know, hey, we can't all be up at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night watching me blab about what's going on in the world of politics, culture, or what have you. But before I get into the insanity of all the things that have been going on lately, I need to talk to you about beard oil. Yes, beard oil is how I keep my beard looking all lush soft, supple, not itchy, just I want to scratch the heck out of it. Even though, yeah, I could see there on the left side of my chin starting to turn a little gray. That's what happens when you start pushing 40 years old. Not quite there yet, but as you can tell, like I said, age is kind of a thing. It was almost bad that my phone started was about to start screaming all sorts of weirdness at me. But, like I said, Beard oil, because beard oil is great. Um, it's something I used to not really get into. I thought it was dumb, kind of hipster, overrated, blah, 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 blah. But I found a company that I really like, and I am here to support them because, well, they they appreciate the show, but they don't offer any kind of funding to the show. So this is not one of those paid advertisement kind of things. This is me helping out somebody else. So be sure to check out bluecollarbeardsman.com. This is a handcrafted beard oil made by a fellow blue-collar working man. This is a guy who, between making beard oil, he also does HVAC installation. And let me tell you, he has got some great scents in his selection of beard oils. If you're like me and you enjoy a nice cigar and they have a very, very, nice aroma when they're a brand new cigar before you've lit them and they start getting that smoky burn smell to them. You know, maybe you like the smoke break. Maybe you're uh, kind of into lemon lime soda. Maybe check out The Apprentice. Or maybe you like to try out new things every month. And so maybe a subscription service is right for you. Well, they do offer a subscription service. Check them out. 
they have many great flavors and flavors. I always say flavors. They have many great scents, and they have a new scent getting ready to come out for August, and that is the Underwater Welder. This is reading from their Facebook post, The Ultimate Summer Cologne. Scent notes, cool water cologne, Caribbean teakwood, mango pineapple, pina colada. Like I said, this is this is what they are releasing for August. Check them out. Use the promo code subscription and you will save 25% on your first month. And it's great. They have so many great scents. And like I said, it, it's not scents that fade away within an hour of coating your beard or your stubble, whatever you want to keep all nice and luscious. <laughs> Pardon me, my allergies are acting up. But, you know, this is great long-lasting scents that stick with you throughout the day. And, again, works great on keeping the beard all nice and clean. Well, not necessarily clean, but nice and soft. And keeps you from, you know, having the hairs that break off and all that. So check them out, bluecollarbeardsman.com. All right, so getting into the insanity of the week. I would be remiss if I did not tell you about my current ongoing struggles with the Twitters. You see, I made a mistake. I said something not exactly the nicest to somebody on Twitter, which if you know me, if you've been following the show, I have been, um... I've been known to say things that aren't exactly kind, either here or on social media. In this case, I was in, in a discussion with someone who was portraying themselves as an active-duty family physician. Okay, cool. And I may have been frustrated with this person and called them a remp. If you're in the military, you know what REMF means. For those of you who are not in the military, let me inform you. A REMF would be a rear echelon mother <laughs> Yeah, like I said, it's not exactly nice, but this is something that's a, 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 an acronym that is used in common parlance, usually with military people dragging each other over what they do. You know, be, me being an infantryman, I call a lot of people pogue, personnel other than grunt. And most of the time when I say it, it's just joshing. I'm giving someone a hard time, just you know, ribbing, if you will. Very rarely do I call someone a pogue or a rim for anything like that and truly, truly mean anything negative about it, which is cool happens all the time. I have friends who are Marines or are former Marines. I talk to them about being uh, crown eaters. I have friends who are airborne who call me a dirty leg. Typical, you know, smack talk between service members. It's nothing new. It's something that's been going on for forever. Uh, from the moment they had multiple corps in the military, there have been there's just been this intercore rivalry, and then at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. Now, when I called this person a brimp, I was truly saying it with um, 
the not nice intentions. However, when I called him this, he owned it. He called himself a super rimp. And oh, if it weren't for guys like me, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, if it, and they want to say that they could have worse dirt bags, not his choice of words. If they didn't have folks like him volunteering to be doctors for our military. Well, that's not exactly true because, you know, you would have uh, DA civilians who are protected by their wonderful, wonderful government employee unions. And they couldn't get fired. Whereas, you know, a green suitor, you know, person who is actual military, if they suck as a doctor, but they're still getting two over two, one over two, one over ones on their uh, officer evaluation reports, they're going to stay in. They might not get promoted very fast, but they will stay in. So there's really not a whole lot of confidence in the... Uh, and some of the doctors who are in service to our country. But anyways, after having this little exchange, you know, I was done with them. I muted them and was like, yeah, I ain't got, I ain't gonna worry about his crap. I'll let him scream into the void. Well, <laughs> he came back with a vengeance and he reported my tweets. Yes, 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 that's right. My tweets calling him a rear echelon mother were reported and Twitter took it seriously to the point where uh, you have violated the rules and if you take down your tweets, I will work on restoring you to full operability. Um, what rule did I break? You didn't tell me what rule I broke. You just said I broke the rules. Which rule? You didn't say, you broke our rule on blah, blah, blah. No, it's just, you broke the rules. Well, number one, which rule? That's like picking somebody up off the streets, throwing them in jail. You broke the law. Which law? Yes. Yes. Did I, did I break all of them at once? I'm, I'm confused here. Please tell me what I did. But I have since appealed the uh, the violation. That was on Sunday or Monday. It is now Saturday night. And my appeal still has not been uh, reviewed. I know this because every time I go to the account at fake Tyler Morgan, it tells me, thank you for your appeals. You may cancel the appeal at any time and delete the tweets. I was like, no, uh-uh. I've done that in the past. I think I can win the appeal. They're not moving through fast enough, so I delete the tweets, and I still catch a seven-day Twitmo sentence. So it sounds like I'm still going to serve the seven-day Twitmo sentence, even if I didn't do anything wrong, which I didn't. See, I, I didn't attack someone because of their of them being a hand, being handicapped. I didn't attack someone because of their identity. You know, are they black? Are they gay? Are they trans? I, I didn't do any of that. Called them an acronym. 
that people in the military look at and go, <laughs> he called him a rump. That's hilarious. But so here I am sitting in Twitmo awaiting my appeal. Now, if I lose my appeal, not only have I spent seven, eight, nine days in Twitmo waiting to even have the appeal heard, looked at, reviewed, and decided on, if I lose the appeal, I will still end up having to delete the tweets and still serve the follow-on seven-day Twitmo sentence. Great job, Dr. Softskin. I'm so glad that you were so offended by me calling you that that you decided to hamstring my Twitter account. Now, it's not like I have thousands upon thousands of followers on the Twitters. I don't. I acknowledge that I don't. However, it does make it really difficult to engage with many of the people I follow on that account and the people who do follow me it makes it really difficult to, you know, have social media engagement for a podcast. So it's really insane that they would go through this much trouble for a small-time Twitter account. Oh, well, in the end, you know, maybe that account will catch the ban hammer. I don't know. If it does, it does. No no big deal. It's just really obnoxious that people at the Twitters are too dumb to figure out that, huh, here's a guy saying he's a veteran going after another guy who says he's active duty. Uh, it's all good. It's people talking schmack. Whatever. Ugh. People are dumb. But anyways, on with the real news of the week, and I, I really can't call it real news because I can't say one news story is more real than another. But this is one that I got caught up in. If you haven't been following along with the career of one Jason Aldean, back in May, he released a song called Try That in a Small Town. If you've not heard the song, it's worth checking out. Whether you listen to country music or not, that way you can hear my commentary and then go check it out for yourself and go, okay, I see where it's coming from, or maybe I'm completely off base here. I don't know. But Try That in a Small Town is basically highlighting the lawlessness in cities that we have seen for the past three or more years, especially, you know, in post-20 or in 2020 after uh, the death of George Floyd the rise of such things as the knockout game, yep, violent carjackings in cities going on the rise, uh, threats from government to come after, from government officials to come after our firearms. And this song, which was not written by Jason Aldean, I will acknowledge that. He did not write the song. It was a team of like four people that he routinely works with. They know him. He knows them. They get each other, and so they know how to write for him songs that are convincing that, 
yeah, he could have written it, and he means what he's saying in the song. And again, you can have songs that are written that whoever decides to pick it up are really good at selling that song. Uh, for instance, the George Jones classic, He Stopped Loving Her Today. George Jones did not write that song. That was written by uh, someone who's been dubbed the King of Tears. Uh, is it Bill Braddock, I believe is his name. Bobby Braddock. Bobby Braddock. He wrote a song that when it was pitched to George Jones, George Jones said, I'm not going to record this. It's too sad. But the studio decided they they convinced him to go ahead and cut the song, and it became his biggest song over his storied career. So these writers, they know what they're doing. They know, they know who they're pitching it to as far as the artist. They know who they're pitching it to as far as the audience. So they wrote a great song that really does a great job pointing out what we have seen going on on national TV, on national news, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Newsmax, all of these places have shown these clips. You know, you know, Stranger Sucker Punch, sunk, uh, Stranger Sucker Punch on a Sidewalk, Old Lady Carjacked at a Red Light. I said, this is stuff. And the video for it is very well done. I will get to that in a minute. But again, the single has been out since May. And it was kind of, man, whatever. I just got some traction because of who released the song. It's, you know, good singer, has a good fan base. So it's doing okay. Don't mind me. I'm just pouring off a little George Dickel. Again, not a sponsor. I do like their whiskey, and I will tell people that I do like their whiskey. It's better than Jack Daniels. Um. So, anyways, he has a song. He then late in June, early into July. I think actually, I think it was mid July. The video was released. Now the video is filmed in front of a courthouse and. Uh, Central Tennessee, it's iconic. It's been in movies. It's been in other music videos. And interspersed with the band playing are clips of people lighting the flag on fire. You know, violence in the streets. And all of this going on. And then that's when the, uh, the music Karens decided to call the managers at Country Music Television. And they complained, ah, oh, this video is racist, all oh, the racism. <laughs> so CMT pulls the video. And then the fans do what the fans do. They went on a viral social media campaign. Promoting the song. And the song they tried to cancel became number one on iTunes. 
not just number one in country, number one on iTunes. Friends of mine who do not like country music would not be caught dead listening to country music. Bought this song because, you know what? Everything he said in that song is 100% accurate. In these big cities, we have seen this crap going on. It's been happening right in front of our eyes. And at the same time, you know, you have these DAs for these cities who, oh, well, they got caught up in the moment. We're going to turn them loose. Uh, no bail. Well, we're, we're trying to reduce crime, and so we're going to let them out. No bail. We're not even going to charge them, blah, blah, blah. And it just keeps happening over and over and over again. But try that in a small town. You go and get caught sucker punching some stranger on a sidewalk here in my little town. You will be arrested. You will go to jail. You will be charged. And you will catch a conviction. Get caught carjacking someone. And you will go to jail. You will be arrested, you will go to jail, you will catch a sentence, and you will go to prison. You have people who are legit concerned about the government taking their guns. People will help prevent that from happening in a small town. But this video is all about, if you ask the uh, the social media Karens about what was going on, Oh, that's racist. They're talking about lynching. I mean, look at the courthouse. Yes, in 1923. No, not 1923. It was like 1927. Excuse me. I had my facts off. There was a very horrific lynching where a young man, probably a teenage boy, was apparently hitting on a white girl. And the members of that town tied him to a car bumper, drug him across the town to the courthouse, and then hung him in front of the courthouse. Absolutely horrific. But now they're trying to tie this song about all this crap you see going down in the city... That doesn't happen in small towns. They're connecting that, that message, that neighbors take care of each other. These small towns believe in law and order. These small towns don't have this crap going on. They're trying to tie that to this courthouse and this event that happened at this courthouse almost 100 years ago. Meanwhile, no one's saying anything about Miley Cyrus and Disney filming scenes from the Hannah Montana movie at this courthouse. They're not going after Mario Lopez because he had a Hallmark Christmas movie where that same courthouse was in the background for a lot of shots. 
it's almost like selective outrage. But to come off and say this song is racist, because if you go and you look up the lyrics to the song, race is not mentioned one time. Calling for the lynching of these violent criminals is not mentioned one time. You would almost say that these are dog whistles, which is funny because the only people hearing the dog whistles that the oh, yes, dogs full of racist dog whistles. Well, the only people that hear racist dog whistles are racist bitches. For those of you who don't know, a bitch is a female dog. Look it up. So it. Same thing with any of these dog whistles that they're saying are there. Ah, they're call, he's calling for a call for lynch mobs to go after these criminals. No, he's calling for law and order. And then people like Shannon Watts. Ah, yes, the the Queen Karen of all Karendoms, Shannon Watts, big gun grabber nut job. <gasps> You survived the mass shooting, and you're you're telling people they should be using violence. Yeah, he survived a mass shooting, and after the mass shooting, he's taken a very moderate approach to gun control. I don't agree with it, but he was on stage at the Route 91 Music Festival in Las Vegas when that dirty, cowardly son of a you know what. From however many stories up at the Mandalay Bay, started raining five five six bullets on the crowd, and people, you know, posting videos. Hey Jason, is this you? Him running for cover. Me being a military veteran, it's like, dude, have you ever been in the situation of being shot at from an elevated position by an entrenched enemy? While you're, whether you're armed or unarmed, because let me tell you, that is something that you really can't do much about. I should know. I've been in the situation in Afghanistan where someone on a hillside where I don't know where they're at starts shooting at me and starts shooting at the other members of my platoon, and I have to scramble for cover because I'm out in the open. Kind of like Jason Aldean had to do on that stage. Out in the open, he had to scramble for cover. Now, the key difference is, I had an M4 carbine with a you know, full combat load ready to shoot back. But we didn't know exactly where he was from. We just know shots were coming from behind us. And we still maneuvered to try to try to catch the enemy and um, close with, engage, and destroy said enemy. But they got away. You really can't do that when you're a singer on a song, on a stage at a music festival when there is a mass shooting occurring, and it's coming from a room, however many stories up, however whatever distance away. And people is like love to bring that up like that's some kind of own. You want to talk about an own? 
You point to another small town where you have a mass shooting going on, and an inordinate number of police officers stood in the freaking hallway when they were, at the very least, carrying the same arms as the shooter. If you haven't figured out that I'm talking about Uvalde yet in Texas, I apologize for leading you on and not letting you figure it out. Those cops, just by sheer volume, by sheer numbers, had him outgunned, but he has the same thing as us. We're so scared. Oh, my God. (laughs) So you're going to say that an unarmed country music singer should have, what, taken a pistol from one of the cops down the ground who had been shot or were trying to protect concert goers? He should have taken one of their guns and returned fire from a stage up at a window where he may or may not have been able to tell where the gunfire was coming from? You people are beyond stupid. I'm not going to use the R word that probably best describes you because that's a, that is, that would make an, that would be insulting to those people who don't have a choice in their, in their mental acuity because of developmental delays and developmental issues that are out of their control. So I'll take a quick break and I will be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so getting back into things, moving away from you know Jason Aldean into another story that has the left all up in arms. And that would be the story of a poor, innocent 19-year-old girl in Norfolk, Nebraska. You see, this poor child, she, like... Barack Obama musing on, you know, his daughter, should they get pregnant, didn't want to be punished with a baby. 
So she obtained an abortion. And if you followed the headlines from places like the New York Times, she's going to jail because she had an abortion. Unfortunately, they there's a really misleading headline, and it does kind of actually broach the truth of what happened later in the story. You see, this poor young thing, back in 2022, in April of 2022, she was around 30 weeks pregnant. And she decided that she wanted to have an abortion. Unfortunately, those evil conservative bastards in the great state of Nebraska had said, you know, we're going to ban abortions after the 20th week of gestation. So she's at almost 30 weeks, and abortion is banned after 20. So she couldn't just go to the local Planned Parenthood or whoever the abortion provider in Norfolk, Nebraska, or Columbus, or Lincoln, or Omaha, she, well, she really couldn't do it, but her mom, she was able to convince her mother that I want this thing out of me. Well, I believe the exact quote that came out of her, uh, her Facebook messenger uh, chat with her mom was, I'm ready to have this thing out of me. Her mom ordered abortion pills. You know, abortion pills that are uh, supposedly best used before the 10th week. And so she, so her mom, in violation of Nebraska law at the time, and again, this is April of 2022 and you know you're probably close to a month before even the leak of the Dobbs decision much less the actual decision publication in June on June 24th of 2022 so in April probably nearly a month and a half two months before the Dobbs decision is officially made public and before Nebraska instituted a more stringent abortion law. She took these pills and killed her baby. And I will call it a baby. I'm not going to do the whole science make it seem less human by calling it a fetus thing. She killed the baby. And then she and her mother buried the body. Then they dug up the body and at the uh, and then tried burning it and then buried it again somewhere else and then exhumed the exhumed the body and buried it a third time. You see, this isn't just a simple case of, well, she she had she was going to jail for having an abortion. No. You see, what she was charged with 
Yep. Lying to police investigators. She was charged with concealing a dead body or a skeleton. She was charged with a number of misdemeanor offenses. Some of them she was able to uh, you know plead plead off. She accepted a plea deal for a couple of charges that landed her 90 days in jail plus two years of probation and dropped the other charges. And not one of them was procuring an abortion after the 20th week. Her mother, on the other hand, has been charged with a number of these same offenses as well as procuring an abortion after the 20th week. This isn't a matter of, she got an abortion, put her in jail, like they're you know, presenting it as fact. It's, it's not. All of this started because I guess she was telling people that she'd had a stillborn baby. Which, okay, that happens. But when she, when police began investigating because they were tipped off that there was a, a, a teenage girl that had a stillborn baby but never reported it, they said, huh, let's look into it. And they went and they interviewed her. And during the course of the interview, they asked her, when did she have this you know, stillborn baby? Where did she have the stillborn? Oh, I had it in the bathtub. Okay, well, when? I don't remember. Let me check uh, my messages with my mom. Okay, that's kind of a big red flag because, again, knowing people who have had stillborn babies or babies who have died shortly after birth, they know what day it is when they celebrate their angel babies because that's a child they don't get to raise. I have friends who have been celebrating their angel baby for well over a decade because their child was stillborn. So that's kind of a red flag that, wait, you you had a stillborn child and you don't remember when, what day it was? Well, eventually, there were health records that were subpoenaed by the police, revealing that she had been almost 30 weeks pregnant. And they subpoenaed the cell phone records of her, her mother, as well as their Facebook Messenger logs, which revealed that, like I said, I can't wait till I have this thing out of me. And how do we conceal the body? What do we do with it? In the course of the investigation, um, they eventually said, okay, here's where the, where the baby was buried. And someone who had some inside knowledge told police he heard they had burned the body. 
with this knowledge, they got a warrant and they exhumed the baby. And upon its autopsy, they discovered that, yes, there was thermal damage done to the remains consistent with an attempt to incinerate the, the body. You see, this isn't what the New York Times and all the pro-baby-killing monsters, those people who would have you go worship at the Asherah Pole and have wild, crazy monkey sex, then turn around and go worship at the idol of Moloch and throw your babies into the fire, which, oddly enough, this is what she did, what she and her mother did, so that way they would have prosperity. This this isn't this isn't what that was. This was cold-hearted and calculated. This is no different than Susan Smith in South Carolina strapping her young children into the back seat of her car and letting it roll into a pond so that they would drown. This isn't poor victim poor victim of a bad choice is now being sent to jail for trying to responsibly deal with her bad choice. No. If at 28, 29, 30 weeks along, you don't want to have that baby. There are other options. Put that, put that child up for adoption. Someone will raise and love that baby, even if you don't want to, even if you feel that you are not capable of providing a life that this child should deserve. I come from a family where teenage moms are not an uncommon thing. I've had two sisters who've both had a child while in high school. One sister went on to eventually become a police officer and retired recently. And her own daughter has already started a family. And she has a beautiful, beautiful granddaughter. I have another sister who, with being a teenage mom, graduated high school, went on to college and got a bachelor's degree, and then went on to complete her master's degree, all while raising a young son. I have other family members who they're raising some hella good kids. Maybe their life didn't turn out as they planned, but you know what? They've been amazing moms. This whole idea that 
women should be free from the consequences of their actions, that they should be able to just... I got when got pregnant, I was gonna kill a baby. This whole idea is monstrous. Women get told these mixed messages all the time. You can go out there, you can have all the sex you want, you can go out there and you can be this, you can be that. Well, with the first message that oh you have full bodily autonomy. If you want to go out and have all the unprotected sex you want, by all means, go do it. It's your life. It's your, it's your body. Orgasms are good. Go enjoy as many of them as you can with as many people as you want. And don't worry if you get pregnant because you can just have an abortion and move on with your life. Now, there are women who are victims of rape that get pregnant. Who are victims of you know incest at home that become pregnant with the child of a close family member. And I cannot imagine what they go through in their minds. Realizing that this thing that was forced on me, this this sex was not a choice. I had no I had no autonomy. I had no choice in the matter, and now I'm pregnant. I cannot imagine what they go through as they weigh their options. But considering those are less than 2% of abortions carried out in America, that means the other roughly 98% of abortions are for some sort of self-serving, self-centered reason. Why well, don't have the money? I... I, I trying to start a career. I have enough kids. I don't want kids at all. It, ultimately, it's an argument that boils down to me, 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 me. Then if you then if you take the even smaller percentage of abortions where the mother has an extreme health risk. The child has some sort of developmental issue. Uh, there was a story about a family, I believe it was out of Kentucky, who went to you know, Chicago because their child was going to be born with either only a brain stem, maybe no brain at all, and was not expected to live for more than a few hours after birth. They went to Chicago for the abortion. They wanted to have an induction, give birth to the baby. 
let nature take its course so they could bury their child with dignity. Instead, their baby, the only thing they would do was a procedure that destroyed the body of that child. I cannot imagine the heartache they went through making the decision in the first place. I cannot imagine the heartbreak of not having a child to bury because it has been ripped to pieces. I cannot imagine one of those one anyone in that situation, which they make up that two percent of abortions that are not me, me, me centered. And like I said, those people I can't imagine the heartache, the mental anguish of making that decision if they're in that two percent roughly speaking, of medical reason because of mom, you know, the mom. Medical reason for the child. They were a victim of a crime and had no say over what happened to them and they had no say over their participation in the activity. But when it comes to these women who, they, they believe this lie that they can do it all, they can have it all, that they can, again, have all this consequence-free sex. And if you decide that, oh, no, I got pregnant, have the abortion, so I, it's still the same ancient cycle of the men and women go to the astropoles and have wild, crazy monkey sex and in worship of the goddess Asherah. Because if we do this, we will have abundant crops. And then when that child is born, they take that child to the statue of Moloch with the fires burning around it or inside it because it's a big furnace, and then throwing the child in because then they will have prosperity on top of their fertile crops. It's the same cycle. It's just now your Asherah pole is wherever you want to erect it. Whatever bedroom, whatever backseat of a car, wherever you choose to do the deed, there is your Asherah pole. And now, now we don't have a statue with fires and a or a furnace, drums beating so loud that you can't hear the baby scream. Now you have this sterile, clinical environment where if you're sedated but not fully under, all you hear is that, all you hear is that, uh, that sucking sound from the from the vacuum vacuum 
they use to remove the baby from your womb. Don't even have to wait for it to be born before you throw it to a new fire of Moloch. And to the New York Times, who's pushing this half-assed narrative that, oh my God, Nebraska is so evil. No. If, If you look at the comments that you quoted, New York Times, I'm ready for this thing to be out of me. No, it's not Nebraska. It's not law enforcement in Nebraska that are the monsters. It is that teenage girl who had a life growing inside of her, and the best she could call it is a thing. I'm not ready for this. I'm. It wasn't, I'm ready for this baby to arrive. It wasn't, I'm ready, it wasn't, I don't think I can be a mom. It wasn't, I don't think I can take care of this child. No, is I want, I'm ready for this thing to be out of me. New York Times, you are absolute trash. And you, ha- your current staff has turned the old gray lady into the old gray Horror. Well, on that sunny note, I'm going to wrap up the show for tonight. Um, thank you so much for those of you who joined me live. Thank you again also to those people who are watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan Show. Whew, that's a mouthful. If you're watching this on YouTube, please, please, please hit the subscribe button. That way you get notified, or that way you, you see it every week. Hit the bell. That way you get notified when the show post a new episode or if I happen to come across any content that I make for going up on YouTubes, which is rare because I work like 50 hours a week at a job to support this ridiculous podcasting habit. So again, subscribe, hit the bell, get notifications. Uh, If you like this, rather watch on Rumble because you think YouTube censors way too much. Go to rumble.com and then search for the Tyler Morgan show there, you will pop up, subscribe, get hit the bell for the notifications. If you are listening to this on YouTube and you are a first time listener, first of all, congratulations for becoming a first time listener to the Tyler Morgan show and making it through the entire episode where I called the, the old, called the old gray lady, the old gray whore. That's a new one for me. Ah, <sighs> Might be a little bit below the belt, but yeah. Sometimes you just got sometimes you just gotta call balls and strikes, and eh, that's what I was doing. Anyways, if you are new podcast listener, please whatever your podcast platform of choice is, hit the follow button, hit the hit the subscribe button, whatever it has there. After that, please rate this show. Look for five stars. I'll accept four. Three and below, we need to have a talk. I would tell you to hit me up on Twitter at fake Tyler Morgan, but again, if you made it this far, you already know that count is kind of um, in limbo. So hit me up at RD Media Pods. I will have the uh, I will have the old uh, direct messages open up so you can hit me up. So tell me why you're only giving me three or less stars. And be sure to follow me on both those accounts. 
you can see me you can see me having having stupid internet fights with stupid people. It's great times. Anyways, once you have rated it, please write a review. Say something nice about the show. Say something nice about me. I need your validation. I need all the validation I can get. Life is full of being invalidated all the time. I need it from you on the internet. I'm joking. Say something nice about the show. That way, when it pops up as a suggested show to other people, because that's what your five and four star ratings do, it makes it more available to other people. They go, they look at the reviews, see what people say. You say something nice about the show. You have you know, good, positive feedback, and people go, eh, you know what? I listen to this show, this show, this show that are conservative events. I will check his show out. So again, be sure to check it out. It's awesome. You know, tell people, check it out. It's awesome. Great. Greatly appreciate it. So anyways, once you have rated it and reviewed it and subscribed, please do the last thing I ask every week and share this episode somebody else. Send it to someone who you think, hey, dude, you know how we're talking about the Jason Aldean song? Dude, check what this guy has to say. Please, by all means. Or, if you have that friend who thinks all the backlash against Jason Aldean is 100% warranted and they're screaming about that poor girl in Nebraska who's being sent to jail for an abortion, send this show to them because... I want to make you and that friend so much closer. And by closer, I mean you drive a wedge between you and them, and they never speak to you again. I will gladly help you out with that. They probably worship at the altar of the New York Times, and me calling it the old gray whore will probably push them over the edge. So again, that's great. Glad to participate in ruining your friendship. So again, thank you so very much for listening, and as always... Stay relentless. The Tyler Morgan Show is a relentless daring media production. The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan Show to donate there or relentlessdaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from purpleplanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1-7